when the church in America has lost authority to change the culture and instead becomes it? Well, I'll show you. Take a look. Wow. Uh, now, just to clarify, the performance you just watched came from a church. Yes, uh, Crossroads Mega Church in Cincinnati, Ohio. Apparently, the pastor there thought it would be fun to interrupt last Sunday's sermon for a Super Bowl themed halftime show in which secular songs were performed and the pastor swung from a wrecking ball as a tribute to Miley Cyrus. Is during the lockdowns, Something happened spiritually that I, I can't explain other than a spiritual reality that these pastors who stayed locked down came back and are now woke all of a sudden. Yeah. And it's not just in America, Protestantism. I've been traveling, I just got back from Australia and New Zealand preaching there. And then I was in Europe last fall and I've been in Israel. Mm -hmm. And what I am seeing all over the globe, Allison, is wokeness is everywhere. It's not an American phenomenon. It is in all churches, it has it has infiltrated, and really what wokeness is, we know it's cultural Marxism, but really what it is, it's the whore of Babylon. You know, we'll just call it when it lands. Call it in the air. Tail! What I'm kicking. It, uh... Yeah, let's just go with tails. Would you like to kick or receive the Bible? I will receive. Tom wins the toss, chooses to receive the Bible. Patterson back with the kick. Oh my goodness! Was that a touchback? Can you even get a touchback? Gee, so much for the church being holy ground. I mean, come on, this is heartbreaking. To see the church go on about literally everything except repent and be born again. Clearly, there is no reverence nor fear of God here. Well, welcome to Understanding the Times. I'm your host, Ken Michael. Pastor Josh is off this week. In fact, he's traveling to Orlando, Florida, where I'll meet up with him later this week for the uh, Prophecy Watchers Conference, and I'll tell you more about that at the end of the program. So the clip you just watched, um, I, I can't even wrap my brain around this church. Uh, what we're witnessing in the church right now, what we're what we're seeing is that the church is no longer a major influence in the culture. In fact, uh, the culture is a major influence uh, in the church, and that's what we're witnessing. Uh, Jesus warned us uh, this would happen. Uh, we talked about this last week with the "He Gets Us" campaign that's out there, where Jesus is this social justice warrior that adapts to the culture, and everything that we're doing is okay. Jesus still loves us, uh, no matter what we do or what's going on. So we're seeing this. We're the witnesses to this, and I just want to read a verse from you: First Timothy four one two says, now the Spirit expressly says that in the latter times some will depart from the faith, giving heed to deceiving spirits and doctrines of demon, speaking lies and hypocrisy, having their own conscience seared with a hot iron. 
And in that clip, you heard from Pastor Brandon Holthouse, Rock Harbor, Bakersfield, California. Uh, and you heard that we were in uh, Australia, New Zealand, and then we ended up in Hawaii. And I had a chance to sit down with Pastor Brandon and talk to him about what's happening in the church. And like he said, it's not just here in America. What we're seeing here in America, what we heard over and over again, whether it was in Europe last year, Australia, New Zealand, uh, Pastor Josh and I just got back from Canada. We're hearing the same thing all over. So I want to play this uh, short interview uh, I was honored to do with Pastor Brandon. Well, welcome everyone. We're backstage in Hawaii at the Prophecy Conference here at Pearl Harbor. And with me is Pastor Brandon Holthouse, Rock Harbor Church, Bakersfield, California. Pastor Brandon, thanks for joining me. Thanks, Kit. Thanks for having me, my friend. Good to be here. God bless always. you, man. So we just got back from Australia and New Zealand. Yeah. Give me your take on, on you know, what happened and, and the feel for the, for the people that were yeah. there. Yeah, good question. What I would say is, obviously, the remnant exists. There's no doubt about that. And wherever we travel, we're in Europe or Australia or New Zealand, the remnants there, they're on the same page. They see the same things we're seeing. And that's good news to know that the, the body of Christ is unified and the Holy Spirit seems to be directing us all to the same direction. Exactly. So which is phenomenal. The sad part about it is the death of the church in Australia and New Zealand and the West because um, the same story was told to me by the Australians and New Zealands. Shutdowns happened, lockdowns happened, my church came back out, came back woke. Uh, I was kicked out of my church. Some of them were kicked out because they went against the, the narrative. Um, can't go back to the church because it's apostate now or it's, it, it's just went into false theology or whatever the situation is. So, Ken, a lot of these, these remnant believers, they don't have a church now. It's sad. They don't have. They yeah. can't find a church, and it's the same story in the states. Obviously, can't find a good church. Which can't find a good pastor. Saw it in Europe when we were there. We last did. Year. Same scenario, and so I'm putting this all together, and I'm thinking, okay, we saw it in Europe, we see it in the United States and Canada, we see it in Australia, New Zealand. So this is a global phenomenon. So, so anyone that's going to doubt the great apostasy, it's happening because it's global. The church is failing, falling away, but the remnant still survives. And these poor remnant people, and if you guys are out there and you're part of the remnant, they feel the same thing as, as you do. They feel abandoned by their church. They, uh, the pastors were, were just useless to them, cowards. And they feel forgotten. That was the one thing they told me again. We just feel forgotten. Yeah. And we thank you guys so much for coming over to let us know we have not been forgotten. And because they, they say they listen to Jan, they listen to you, they right. listen to Tom and everyone else in our group. Right. Our group. Uh, and we are feeding off of us. Um, and um, I think that was the big takeaway is um, the remnants there, but the church is dead. And uh, and then forget it, man. Talk about governmental stuff. Wow. Yeah. Uh, it was that's a whole other ball game. But right. um, but yeah, that's my takeaway. Spiritually, yeah, you know, I people came up to me and they said, "You guys don't know how lucky you are in America. You still have churches." And I said, "Yeah, you're right, but those are dwindling, like you said." Yeah. I said, "What's really sad though is there are people in churches that think 
they're okay. They think they're yeah. in a solid church. Right. And thank God for churches like yours. You know, yeah. you have you have the uh, church map, yeah. which is mm-hmm. just fantastic. I know we send, uh, our, we tell people to go to your website yeah. and, and yeah. make sure they get on that if they're a solid church, and you guys check them out, and I know. Mm-hmm. So uh, tell us, what, what was your message on here yeah. uh, today? Well, what I've been speaking on, and uh, uh, not only in Hawaii, but I spoke about this on Australia, is... is the intentional destruction of the West, yes. and we, we see it. I basically use three three legged stool of, of Revelation eighteen and seventeen of economics, religious, and political. Those are the the targets of the globalist system, and how they're destroying the West. And people say, well, what's the West? The West represents the Judeo Christian ethic. Exactly. Whether you're talking about Australia, yep. New Zealand, America, Canada. Yep. They know they have to get rid of Christianity, exactly, because that's what's pushing against this globalism, this, this, uh, you know, uh, Tower of Babel mentality, really, right. and 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 the new ethics and values that coming from the horror of Babylon go diametrically opposed to Christianity, and so I talked about that from a political, economic, spiritual level, but. Um, and then I gave some hope in the, in the fact that, okay, it, it looks pretty bleak, man. It's, it's negative. There's no doubt about that. Um, and that's the bittersweetness of prophecy. Right, right. But one of the things I want to tell all of you guys listening is uh, I gave a stat, and I think it's an important stat to understand about what a society will do in the face of lies. And Matthias Desmond is the guy who explained this, and he studied it all throughout history. And here's what they find out. 30% of the population will go along with whatever the government tells them. Uh, 65% of the population, they know it's a lie, but they compromise because of job, school, whatever. They comp- and they know it's wrong, but they go along with it anyway. Exactly. We saw that. I saw family members that, uh, for the injection, for example. Yeah. They got it because they wanted to see their grandkids. That's it. Th- their kids wouldn't let them see their own grandkids. Yeah. Unless, I mean, it's a perfect Crazy. example of that. Yeah. yeah that's what, I, I, and and, and so st- things like that. And then you even heard stories where people said, well, I can't travel unless I've, I've got the injection. So they got the shot. Exactly. And now we find out the new stats that I, I talked about that 14% you're more, if you got the jab, you're 14% more likely to have an adverse effect uh, than ad, actually it helped you. Um, and, and so it, the stats are just showing that. But anyway, yeah. here's the good news. 5% of the population won't go with the narrative. And I... I think that's the remnant. I think that's the Bible believers that know the truth, are discerning the signs of the times. And and what Matthias Desnitz found out, this is the good news, guys, is yes, there's this 5% that, that, that resists, but it's the efforts of the 5% telling the truth to the 65% that actually wins the 65 back. Exactly. And so I, I looked at that and I thought, Ken, that's a spiritual dynamic. That's why we're still here doing exactly. the Lord. It's to, to rescue me, people, for the gospel, rescue believers that have been, uh, you know, woke or whatever, Amen. and to bring them back. So that's the good news about Amen. it. Amen. Well, as we wrap up here, tell us what uh, your ministry is doing over in Israel real quick. Yeah, the other, the other thing we're doing is helping the IDF directly. And, um, and we have uh, several units that we're helping, and they're part of the reserves. And here's what they need. They need knee pads. Uh, bulletproof vests, um, 
things for their guns. They needed um, all kinds of equipment. Drones, I know we contributed. Yeah, drones. Yeah, drones. Yeah. And, and your guys' ministry through Jan uh, bought a drone. Yeah. And that, act, that drone was used to find a tunnel and expose the tunnel. Oh, that they didn't have to send a guy that's who could awesome. have been shot. Yeah, that's so awesome. So that's how it's working. So, guys, uh, that's what we're doing on Israel. We're helping directly. And now we're, we've extended that to the families because these guys haven't been working. And they're having to pay their bills and stuff, so we're helping the families out too. So. That's fantastic. But anyway, the Lord's opened a great door for us. Well, I just want to thank you for all you do and all your ministry uh, is doing for the kingdom. Uh, tell people how they can get a hold of you. Yeah, go to rockharborchurch.net and go on there. Uh, if you want to help Israel, you can go on our giving tab and find the giving tab. It'll scroll down. And it'll show you how you can give directly to the IDF or the IDF families if you guys are interested in that. But all of our videos, platforms, go to our website, get our app, uh, YouTube, Rumble, uh, BitChute is the, app, the platforms that we're on. Awesome. Well, Pastor Brandon, thank you for your Betcha, time. man. Thank you for your ministry. And folks, that's it for now. And we will see you soon. God bless you all. God bless. Well, I just want to thank Pastor Brandon for taking his time. I, I was just so honored to travel with him and Pastor Billy, Tom Hughes, Mondo Gonzalez, uh, Pete Garcia was with us for a while on the trip. Uh, it was just such a blessing. Uh, very fruitful, but we got a chance to see just how dark it was because what we're witnessing right now is the death of the church. And it's not just in America. This is a global phenomenon that's going on, and we shouldn't be surprised because we're living in the last days. And all we have to do is look at 2 Timothy 4, 3 through 4. It says, For the time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine. But according to their own desires, because they have itching ears, they will heap up for themselves teachers, and they will turn their ears away from the truth and be turned aside for fables. In church, that's exactly what we're witnessing uh, People don't want to hear the truth. And when they hear the truth that doesn't align with their ideology or their way of life, then they're going to go find someone where they can hear what you just heard in 2 Timothy. And that's exactly what we're witnessing. And ministries like ours have been speaking out against the woke church. You heard Pastor Brandon. That's what he's been speaking out against lately. And we're witnessing the church now get into all of these other ideologies, everything but what's in the Bible, uh, same-sex marriages, uh, drag queen ministries and drag queen uh, ministers out there, uh, the apostate church that is conforming to the culture. So the question is, are you prepared for what's coming? Uh, not just uh, geopolitically, but biblically. Are you prepared for what's going on out there and what's coming? Uh, talk about the bizarro world, and I don't have a lot of time to spend on this, but if you haven't caught up on the news, just yesterday we witnessed an Air Force member, a member of our United States Air Force set himself on fire in front of the Israeli embassy. And it was just a horrific scene. And we're just witnessing all of these events that are occurring in the country. And I want us to be prepared, church. We need to be prepared for what's coming. And I think as we get closer and closer, especially this is an election season now, 
I think we're going to see more bizarre things. We're going to see more violence and more lawlessness. And we as a church need to be prepared because there's another crisis coming. They're telling us, and we're seeing, we're seeing the foreshadowing of these crises coming. Um, so are you ready? Because they're telling us they're going to be a global economic collapse. We cannot spend the trillions of dollars we're spending right now. In fact, we're spending, we're borrowing $1 trillion a year just to pay off the $34 trillion debt that we have. We, we cannot sustain that. You don't have to be an economic expert to realize that. Let, just last week, we saw a couple cyber attacks. This will shut down everything. A major cyber attack is going to shut down communications. Are you prepared if you can't uh, communicate with your friends, loved ones, uh, and people that you need to get a hold of? Uh, we're seeing the intentional slowdown, and eventually, I think we're going to see the stoppage of the supply chain, at least for a while, of our food and our essentials that we need. We're seeing rolling power outages across the country, across the world, in fact. And, of course, there are wars and rumors of wars going on out there right now. I believe they're uh, in the mid-30s, the number of conflicts and wars that are going on out there. So... I would encourage the church to prepare for the worst case scenario. And if you prepare for the worst case scenario, anything else you'll be ready for. I've talked to pastors uh, across the country, in fact, across the world in Canada. Um, they're preparing for this and they're ready uh, to take care of not only their family and their friends, but their church members. And especially if you're in a smaller church, you have a huge advantage. Uh, you can prepare for what's coming. In fact, uh, I've talked to many pastors who are prepared not only for the worst case scenario, but to take in people that don't even belong to their church. And not only will they take care of them, but uh, they're going to give them the gospel, which uh, is the most important. So as we see these things, as we see all of these uh, controversies happening in the last days, we need to be prepared for what's coming. All right. Well, I have a few announcements to make. Um, this week, we're going to be in Orlando. We're going to be at the Prophecy Watchers uh, conference from February 29th to March 3rd. As I said earlier, Pastor Josh is already down there. I'll be joining him. By the time you see this, we'll already be uh, in Orlando. And then uh, March 14th from 5 to 8.30 p.m., we're going to be at Lake City Community Church in Lake City, Washington. If you're in the Lake City, Washington area, you're going to want to come out and join us if you can. Uh, it's going to be Pastor Josh and myself will be there. Go to our website, olivetreeviews.org, download our app, and uh, check out uh, Jan's program, her weekly radio program. Uh, it was a good one last week. She had Pastor Jack Hibbs on, who is really under assault now from the left. We talked about uh, some of the things that are going on. Uh, he, his ministry and in, in all ministries that are preaching the truth now are going to come under attack, so be ready for that. So that's all for this week. Uh, may the Lord's grace be with you all, and we'll talk to you next week. God bless.